So welcome to Talking with Tyson. First episode, we're going to chat about habits, and I have a very special guest in here with me, Adam King. Uh, met him through a local CrossFit, shout out CrossFit Home Base Central. They brought us together. He is one of the coaches there. A little bit of information on Adam. He was born and raised in Amherst, Ohio. Is that right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Three years working in Rapid City, South Dakota. Man, what do you got? Like an I team back here? I, you do your homework. I did a little. I did a little homework. <laughs> How was South Dakota, man? It was good. Uh, that was a fun experience because it was like I was living in Ohio and I got this job and it was like pack everything you own in your car and drive for twenty hours west. It was literally I ninety west. So it was one road the whole way. Like going there with nobody. I'm just gonna go see what happens. Like to try to get into the get into the news industry and. That was crazy. Yeah, it was fun, though. It was fun. That weather. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it would snow. So, like, we got a blizzard on Mother's Day. Like, it would snow that late in the season, or then, like, you'd have a day where it would snow, like, three foot, and then two days later, it'd be, like, 60 degrees. It'd all melt. It was that's, crazy. That's worse than Oklahoma. So, <laughs> after South Dakota, you were uh, in San Antonio for a couple of years. Yeah. That's quite the change. Oh, man. Yeah. Culture shock. Weather shot, everything shocked. It was like a total complete 180. Yeah, but awesome. I think, I think like some of the best personal development I ever had came in San Antonio. Yeah, so I, that's what I, I was reading up on you a little bit and yeah. seeing that you, you consider San Antonio like a second home. Absolutely. Yeah, I think I still have, I mean, I have parents there. I have parents in San Antonio. I have a mom in South Dakota too, but I have like true parents and brothers and sisters, I think, in Texas still for sure. That's cool. Oh, man. Yeah. That's awesome. So then in March 2020, you made it to Oklahoma. <laughs> what a time to be moving into a new state and a new place, right? Like a week shy, right? Holy so I got cow. here and started working on Monday and then Wednesday, March 11th is my birthday. So go down in infamy as the Rudy Gobert game when like everything went down. So I'd been here for less than a week and they're like, nope, we're done. Everything's done. So I was like, okay, I guess I'll learn about everything. Well, like now, right? Like it's finally starting to open back up and I can like discover. That's crazy, it's, man. It's I, I can't imagine. And then the last thing that I'd found out about you was the CrossFit CFL2 trainer and personal trainer, uh, personal training that you like to do, which is how you and I met uh, and really get started chatting. And that's actually one of the things that pushed me into doing this podcast was sitting around having conversations with guys like you. One moment, I'm like, man. People are going to really enjoy it. I think they can hear things like this, and they'll enjoy it, and it's not going to consume a whole bunch of their time. So just little 15, 20-minute punches here and there to maybe get their day off to the right track. Yeah, that's what I figured. I said we are probably already about – you know, we said this is the first one, but we probably already about done 10 of these. Yeah, probably so. <laughs> I, w- I would think so. So I was going to ask you um, about – you said you'd been overweight at some point. I have as well. I'd gotten yeah. up to like 225, 230. I'm running around 190 right now, but I was wanting to hear your story because I actually have never heard it, and then I was wanting to talk to you about some of the habits that you may have put in place and instilled in yourself to overcome and to get to where you are now. Yeah, so it's sort of like, it's sort of like a, a, the whole story, like to it and from it, is all about habit. Um, but I was a high school hockey player, tennis player. Uh, I thought hockey was going to be my job, right? And when I got done playing hockey, uh, it just I went off the rails, man. So like. I'm I'm a tall er guy, like six one, but I got up to about two eighty five. And I have a twin brother, like he was a big guy. Uh, we were still playing tennis together somehow, and we actually took a picture together after we won a tournament, pretty big tournament together. So it was fun to do. But he had lost a bunch of weight, and I was like, ah, whatever. But I saw this picture with him and me, and it like 
we're pretty we're not identical twins but we're pretty similar looking so when he's like 180 and i'm like 285 like you look at a picture like that and you go whoa buddy it'll wake you up real quick yeah <laughs> and i kind of think like that's a big thing that sparks a lot of that drive because as a trainer right that's like the number one thing you get is like i want to lose all this weight i want to do it now but you got to have that moment right where you look at it and you go whoa like this has to change not for aesthetic or whatever like you just look at it and you're like that's not who i want to be that's not how i want to be defined and then i don't want to say it scares you because that's not right but it definitely lights the fire to get you going so that was definitely the moment where i was like oh this has got to change and then like i kind of just took the knowledge that i had and started going one day at a time and it was like you're gonna go in and i was going to like a planet fitness and i was going in and like i found a workout routine like online like bodybuilding.com like some freebie like change your life and whatever amount of days and just start grinding on it and see what happens and then before you know it you're like two years later and you're like this is what i do so it's just that's i mean that's kind of how it started and then it just evolved into well i did it i know how happy it made me i want to help other people be that happy like i know the power of this thing and i think that's what makes a good coach a good coach like if they've lived it it may not be that transformation, but it might be, you know, if there's a coach that had a, a alcohol or some other kind of issue that they were sort of abusing, and then they use something like that to maybe, like, substitute the addiction a little bit, but also, like, that's building a habit and building a routine. It's like they've lived it. They know how impactful it is. So when they can do that, it makes it that much better. Yeah, so when so when you found that workout and, and started working out, did you have an accountability partner, or was it just you at that time? I mean, that's – that's quite a bit of determination just to, to flip a switch and, and to get after it and, and, and make a, I mean, a life-changing decision like that. So my brother is, like, my all-time accountability partner. Like, I, he lives in West Virginia now. Like, we're in Oklahoma. I talk to him every day. I was talking to him on my way out here. I'll talk to him when I go home. Um, but I'm really lucky. Like, I have a family that taught me and still teaches me really, like, four pillars. Like, I have a brother who taught me to be confident. I have a sister who taught me empathy. Um, and this is all through action, right? Just by being around them. My brother taught me confidence. My sister taught me empathy. My mom taught me to have fun and like to shamelessly be myself. Like, and anybody who knows me is like, I'm a little out there. She taught me to be that guy. Um, and then my dad just taught me to put my head down and work. And so talking to my brother and like when the days I didn't want to do it, he's like, yeah, like just go, like, you'll feel better once you get going. And then even on the days that were really bad, I can still hear my dad saying like, I got to do stuff I don't want to do every day. Like, just go get the work done. Like, there's people counting on you to do that job. And they don't they don't know if you're having a bad day. They don't know what's going on. But they're counting on you to do a job and do it well. So go get it done. And then we can deal with it from there. So, like, between those four, I just always felt like I had a support system in there in some way. Yeah, I'd, I'd say they're, they're pretty good teachers because I see those four traits in you. I mean, they, they come shining through. That's one of the things that I appreciate about you so much is that you're so articulate and you're so good with people. You're very competitive, but still very empathetic. And it's a, it's kind of an unusual trait. They don't normally go hand in hand and, and go with one another, you know? Well, like we're all, we're all trying to do the same thing. And like at the, at, when you get down and you're laying down, like you got a choice, right? Every time you interact with somebody, like you can be a positive influence or you can be a negative influence. And like, I just want my score to be in the positives, right? Like every positive experience you leave on somebody, you get one point. And every time you leave a negative, you lose a point. Right. Like when I lay down, like I want my score to be positive and I want it to be as, I want to set a high score every day. You bet. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. So 
So when was this at 285? What year, roughly? What's What, what kind of time oh, frame are we looking at? Oh, dear Lord. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, it was a while. I mean, I would say 2010, 09. Trying to, yeah, yeah, that's probably about right. I graduated high school 07, so it wasn't long after that. Yeah, I think I think it's important for people to realize that too. And and, and you know, this stuff doesn't just happen overnight, right? Correct. You know, ten years, you're planting little habits left and right here and there. Um, you're stacking them, and they're they're progressing slowly. And then this outcome didn't just happen overnight. But somebody might see you now and be like, oh, you know, he he's had it easy. Oof. You know, it's it's just been one of those things. It's something that's come natural and easy for him. But they don't see the past. 10 years and that's something that i you know i see in the fitness industry often is people will realize they put 20 pounds on and they'll come into the gym and they'll go man i need to lose this and they expect to lose it in four to six weeks man. and it's just not it just doesn't work like that right no yeah and like i to this day like i work with with people who are one of the, one of the people i work with is she just got second at the arnold and world's strongest woman right so she's just She's a brick house and very strong lady, but it's the same kind of deal, right? Like she didn't get there overnight. We're still working with stuff we work on every week. She's still sending me videos, fixing movements and changing stuff. And, um, that stuff drives me nuts though, man. Like you get, you see the, the infomercial on at two in the morning, just some guy who's just like shredded, right? Like that guy's never had a carb, right? He doesn't know what a beer tastes like. It's just not real. And it's like, yeah, you, you just, I don't necessarily focus on numbers and weight, right? I want you to look good and feel good, whatever that means to you. Everybody's different. But I'm, I'm looking for lifestyle, right? Like if we do this thing and it's four weeks and you, you're you done, and then week four and one day you start falling back out of normal, like we failed. right? Like all this is talking about building habits, and that's what I want to do, right? And so over that course of that six-week crash course, like if you lose 20 pounds, that's great. But if I see you come in on week six and day one – and I can see you in the habits that we've tried to call like to change a lifestyle. That's life changing. You got anything you want from that. You can do if you, if you play the long game and change the, change the lifestyle, change the mindset. Right. That's, that's something I'm actually working on and, and learning myself right now. And it, it's so hard because we, we've always been taught to set these goals, set these goals and set these goals and goals are awesome. I'm, I'm not against them whatsoever, but I'm starting to learn how to fall in love with the process rather yeah. than the end goal because the process is what's going to get me to that end goal. You know, I, I heard I heard something in a book the other day that said all these people playing basketball for national championships have the same goal. They all have it. So that yeah. that is not dictating where 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 they get to. It's the process between there. So if you can fall in with that process, you can find something sustainable and move you on through to to, to eventually get to that goal that you want. And what I love about that and I think a great offshoot of that, right? Because I was trying to think about this before we came in here. Because this is something like we go super deep on this, right? Like, you know it, I know it. Everybody listening to this is going to know it. But every road I've walked on this all came back to ego, right? So you talk about everybody's got the same goal. Everybody wants to win national championship or whatever. And if you don't, how do you manage ego to know that you still got better even though you didn't get that, like, gratification of them putting the trophy in your hand and that's is that what it is at the end like can you put off the ego of not getting what you wanted in a week knowing that it'll come six months from now but you gotta like that's such a tricky balance right some people it drives you know uh somebody that's super competitive maybe something similar to me or you and when we lose that's going to drive us to push yeah. harder others it's going to do the exact opposite and you know there's some people that are in between and 
that's part of where we need to stop getting caught up on comparing ourselves to others too and just focusing on ourselves and making ourselves better one habit one step at a time you know it's so fragile oh it is right? it's it, so it, fragile. it is and everyone's so different and that's that, and that's what's so cool about the industry even too is especially coaching people is you get to learn about each each person and i can i can't even tell you how much better i am as an individual for the hundreds of people that I've gotten to, to, to work with, they've, they've helped me more than I've helped them. I mean, I'll, I'll always yeah. believe that. A hundred percent. Yeah, absolutely. I don't think there's a single, I mean, every single person that I've gone with one-on-one, like I walked away with them from something for sure. Yeah. I just, I just, man, you just think about that. Right. And like the people that I've seen have success stories the most in any field, whether it's the gym or, just in life, like if you know, everybody knows that one friend who's like, maybe not a gym person, but they just crush everything they touch, right? It just turns to gold. Everything they touch turns to gold. And it's it's ego, right? They're like, yeah, like I'm gonna have to eat this one today, but in three weeks, like it's gonna pay me back fourfold. And I just right. like always get fascinated by the people who know how to manage that ego because it's, yeah. it's a never ending. It is, It's. A, I mean, it's a, it's a learned trait. Yeah. It's it's not something, yeah. I mean, some people might be born naturally with it just because they grew up around it, but it's still a learned trait at some point. So tell me some about some of Adam's good habits that, that he does. I, I, know, I know you're in bed super early, so that probably <laughs> yeah. helps you know, keep the nightlife out and all that stuff. So tell me some of your good habits. Yeah. So like the job's part of it, right? So I wake up every day at two o'clock in the morning, it'll work. So like I go to bed at six, like I'm in the cover up, covers up, lights out six o'clock. Now if I, wherever, when I fall asleep or whatever, that's a different story, but I'm, I'm at least laying down. So I get up at two o'clock and like my one non-negotiable every day is I make breakfast. Like, especially in a, in a world where like you try to t- teach good, healthy habits and stuff like that. Like I make breakfast. So it's eggs. I got some vegetables in there every day. Like as a non-negotiable, even if I wake up late, I'm finding a way to make breakfast. Just like if I can get the first one, right. Get off on the right foot. Like now I'm making good choices, right? I already did this. I can, I can make the next choice. It's going to be a lot easier. Like, so if you can get up early or even 10 to 15 minutes earlier and, and, and make something right. So it's not just like a thing in the microwave that, you know, is kind of like iffy, um, so that's kind of one of the things that I really think about. I try to move a little bit every day. It's not always, I think that's the number one thing that people don't see either is they assume that it's like this three to four hours in the gym and just like crushing myself to try. And I'm not doing that, man. Like even today was a great example. Like I got going today and I was like, today's not the day. So I did a little bit and just moved and got out of there. But I think like to move just a little bit. Is something that I like to do because even if I don't feel, if I don't feel it, if I'm like, ah, this is, I'm like, well, we're going to move anyway. Like, I think a lot of this comes from like habit wise, right? Like you might get up in the morning and you're like, I don't really feel like doing this. Well, we're going to do it anyway because we know it's good for you. I don't really feel like moving today. We're going to do it anyway because it's good for you. So stuff like that. And then I do try to, the third thing I really think I try to do is I try to have a conversation with at least one, hopefully two or three people and listen, actively listen, because we get so caught up in trying to tell our own story. And I appreciate that, right? Because everybody has a great story to tell, but you can tell a hundred people your story. And if you don't hear somebody else's, you're not going to learn anything. So you try to, you know, get up early, do something you don't want to do or don't feel like doing, move a little bit, and then learn something from someone because you can learn, you said it too, right? You can learn something from everybody you interact with. And those are like maybe the three habits right now that I'm like, 
that is the hill that I die on. I try to like go to when I lay down, I go, yep, yep. Oh, pretty close. We'll, we'll focus better on that one tomorrow. You know, so those right. are kind of the three that I really drive into. That's good, man. I I love that. And I, I I share the same opinion on breakfast. I I like having a good early breakfast, and I you know throw a few eggs on. Yeah, it, it makes me feel good. And I, I obviously move every day as well. And then I'm working really hard on the active listening. It's a I actually got some f- uh, constructive feedback in my last interview. Over uh, they could tell that my mind was wandering, and I was already thinking about what I was going to say. Um, when they were still talking to me, so I'm still working pretty hard on that active listening. I think I think it's a work in progress always. But so what about uh, you? Got any bad habits? Yeah, I will bite my nails down to the bone, <laughs> to the bone. Even How? driving out here, I was like, I'd st- every time I got to a stoplight, if it was a red light, I'd be like, nope, I gotta stop this. To to the bone, <laughs> man. I don't know what it is. I've been doing it since I was a kid. My mom has tried to stop me. If if you could talk to to her right now, she would be livid to hear that <laughs> I still bite my nails. Uh, I just and it's not even like nervous for me. It's like if I'm nervous for other people. I don't know what it is. Like I just get anxious and get fired. I'm just like, it's like a fidgety type of thing. I, that's good. I uh, mean, that's the big one, man. I, that's I, I've got to share with everybody too. The the one I sent your head spinning on the other day when saying uh, yeah instead of yes and i'm still doing it you're gonna go back through all this and you're gonna hear me say yeah 15 times and i will still since we talked about that how long ago was that like two months two months ago probably and i will still at work i'll go yeah no sorry yes yes the other one that i like too another one that we a friend of mine uh would say girls talking about women like a group of women 30 plus you say girls uh you say ah maybe like women or ladies and he like will not say girls anymore it's the same thing he'll say girls see, yeah. addressing a group of women and he'll stop and go ah can't do that sorry so it's, it's just interesting on stuff like that uh, but then yeah the nail biting man that's a big one and i just there's just no answer and it's not a great one to have like global pandemic and i'm so over there gnawing my nubs down yeah not the best time <laughs> for that so so we've talked about some good habits we've talked about some bad ones um how have you started new ones and made sure that you stayed on track with them? I'm a huge fan of writing stuff down. Um, one exercise that I go through with every client that I pick up, even people that I've known for, for years now, just to get refresh it, I'll say, I want you to write all your goals down. It can be three, it can be 20, it can be 50, anything that you want to do in whatever time frame we've laid out, write them down. And then if they'll say they write 10, we'll just make the math easy. I say, you're going to cross off eight of them. So get rid of the the eighth, 10 through eight or 10 through three. I want them gone. And that leaves them with two. So now we have two clear goals. So now we focused, right? We got all this stuff we want to do. We get it, but now we have two goals. So every decision you make goes towards these two goals. And then the next part of that is now that we have your two goals is what can you do right now to make those happen? What's the one thing you can do right now? Even if it's like, well, I have to Google what, you know, how to split an atom. And you're like, okay, well, that's something you can do. So you create this mindset of what can you do right now? And then the habits sort of become clear, right? Every time you go to make a choice, you go, does this get me to these two things or does it not? And like, obviously like life happens and you got to play the game. But I think that's how the habits start. If you have two clear things that you really want, you go, okay, if I want to do this, I got to get up at five o'clock or I got to get up an hour earlier. Right. Do it. <laughs> right. I think I think being very specific about them to really help. Like, yes. I'm going to work out three times a week. I mean, that's a that's a great 
great goal to start out with, and it, and it's it you know that's that's good for movement's sake. But I think if you go, hey, on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, I'm going to work out at 7 a.m. And Boom. when when you nail it, I think it's locked in, and I think you're more more likely to 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 do it. Yeah, and follow through with it. Yeah, the, I think the thing with the habit that people get worried about is they they look at the end goal, right, and they're going, man, I don't know, that's a lot. Well, like, you don't get how do you get better at golf? Go swing a golf club. Sure. How do you get better at building a habit? Like start, just start doing the things that you want to do. And eventually they become mindless. Right. If it's, if it's a a bodybuilder, what would, what, what would this person do today? Try to look through their lenses. If it's a, if it's a golfer, it's a runner, if it's a a rider, you know, whatever it is, you know, how would they act? What does this person do? Yeah. And with that exercise, right. People, I know their goals, right. We do this together. So I have this and they, I'll get these random questions of like, hey, I was going to go do A, B, and C today. What do you think? And I go, well, you know, I don't. that doesn't really get us closer to the two goals that you laid out. So if that's changed, we can talk and do something else. But for right now, I'd say don't do that. It doesn't go to your goals. And so just knowing the direction you want to be, being really pointed, I think then the habits, that stuff gets really clear. Yeah, I think so too. So I got three fun questions to end this thing on. Do you have anything, any final thoughts on habits? No, man, just, just – Get after it. I mean, the the hardest thing to do when building a habit is to do it the first time because it's unknown. But once you do it once, the fear is gone. You don't have anything to be afraid of. You've done it. You know how it feels. It's most cases, right, you know the worst case scenario because you're going into it blind and you probably screw it up. You're like, okay, well, I can do it again next time and do it better. So get the first one or get the, get the first couple out of the way, and then before you know it, you're, you're off to the races. Yeah, and, and make them small. Make them small yeah. and, and doable like you had said earlier. And, and also look at look at your two or three goals. And if if one or two habits contribute to all three of those, that's the habit you want to get first, right? Yeah. Because it's going to contribute to, to everything you're wanting to achieve and more. Yeah, and when in doubt, when in doubt, what can you do right now? Because that in and of itself is a habit. I like that. And it's that. an empowering habit, yeah. right? It's, you, you don't leave it. You take ownership of everything you do, and it's yours. And if we are working on a project, and I tell you, like, hey, we're going to do my plan, and we're just going to execute this plan, we're going to execute it really well. You're like, cool, I care about Adam. He's a good guy. I'm going to execute that plan. But if I come to you and say, hey, how do you want to execute this? How do you want to do this? Well, now you got skin in the game. Right? you got ownership over this. You're like, this is my plan probably going to work a little harder on it because you you want to see it succeed you bet yeah so so to say what can i do right now every decision you make you own it you have skin in the game and you push harder for it so that in and of itself is a powerful habit that helps you achieve so much make it actionable make it you guys remember that make it actionable so all right question one are you ready you're not prepared for (laughs) these find out all right one thing you'd go back and tell your 21 year old self Oh man. Tell my 21 year old self. Take it seriously. Take it seriously, man. I think like you'll have plenty of fun. And I thought, I think like, I thought I was so worried that I was going to miss out on all the fun stuff that I actually missed out on some of the stuff that I would have known. So like, take it seriously, take that time. I mean, there's a wheelhouse in there of like 18 to 21. You're gonna make a lot of decisions, right? Like I think, you make a lot of life choices in there and and that's a serious fork in the road. So if you can, if you can have a goal, like a clear path figured out of where you want to be, then I had no idea. So yeah, I wish I would have like locked it in just a little bit more. I mean, I had my, I have plan. And cause right now, like I take, I take my career seriously. I take my job seriously, but I have a ton of fun. 
Like I, I, that's the one thing I was, I probably have more fun than anybody else doing what I'm doing. Um, yeah, but I could have been doing it a lot earlier, right? right? If I would have, if I would have focused up and like kind of took life seriously instead of running around like a, man, that's a good question. I love that, man. That's good. That's good stuff. So, all right. Question number two. I don't know. That might be the hardest one. I hope so, man. You know, brutal. So let's say uh, you run across somebody. Let's say you do know this person. They're at Starbucks and you can just tell they're down. They're sad. They've, they've made a mistake. What do you tell that person? Man, what do you tell that person? I mean, I just, I'm just a get back on the horse guy, right? Like keep swinging, keep yeah. swinging. And every time swing for the fences, we, I got a, a saying with some of my buddies that we say irrational confidence. And we start talking about with like NBA players. Cause there's like random dudes that'll come off the bench or like the eighth or ninth guy in the roster. They'll come off the bench. And they start shooting. Uh, we actually call it like the Dion waiters award. Cause he would come off the bench for, he was a calf played, did some time with the thunder and he would take 20 shots a night. Some nights he made three, some nights he made 13. But he was going to get his shots up. It reminds me of the, I think it was a Wayne uh, Gretzky quote. Yeah. He says you miss 100 yeah. shots, or you miss every shot that you don't take yeah. or something like that. Keep shooting. Irrational 100%. confidence, man. Just keep shooting. Yeah. Shoot and then the this, this last one's for you. Oh, God. What's something that you're most proud of that you've done to date? Man, just the amount of people that have reached out to me and like thanked me. I don't know what for, but I did a thing a couple days ago for my birthday where I don't really care about my birthday. I'm like, it's another revolution around the sun. We made it. So instead of like, whatever, I just said like, Hey, like this is a good time to reflect on the people that I've met and the, and the way that they've changed my life and I've changed their life. So I just made a post and I said, tell me where I met you and, and what your first impression was. And it, I mean, my phone didn't stop buzzing. I couldn't believe it. I thought I was going to get like four of them. It couldn't stop <laughs> buzzing. So to know that you're not just out there like doing your thing and having fun, but you're actually like helping people and making lasting change that they remember. You know, anybody can help somebody reach a goal, but to be the guy who helped somebody reach a goal that they call for the next goal and the next goal or like, hey, I just did this. Remember when we did da 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 da? You're like, man, yes. So I'd say that, man, just to just to know that it's it's not just changing their life, but it's it's keeping them in the right direction, the lasting change. Yeah, you bet. I, I seen the post. It was really really cool to scroll through there and see, you know, the different aspects of life and how we know where you guys had met, where each other had impacted one another, and I mean all aspects of life. You know, it wasn't just in the gym. It wasn't just here or there. So I mean, it's it's a, it's a little bit everywhere. So. Yeah. Man, I just want to thank you for coming on. The first one can be a little bit of a, a, a nerve wracker. definitely has been for me. You're a little more used to this stuff than I am, though. But I just, man, I appreciate our friendship, and I, I can't tell you how important my circle is and how it's grown, and I'm, I'm glad that you're part of it. And hopefully we can have another one of these chats soon about another topic. Uh, anytime. I'm just happy to be a part of it, man. It went good. This is smooth. Yeah, not too bad. Right. Not too bad. All <laughs> right, guys. Lastly, please rate and review. And if you received anything from this podcast, please share with every one of your friends. And remember, never underestimate the capabilities of your habits.